0: Welcome to episode 127 of the CGM podcast. Sorry about last week. We actually got halfway through a podcast before we realized that technical difficulties had kicked in. Mm-hmm. Poor Phil. I'm sorry, Phil. <laughs> Wasted half an hour of your life
1: with us. It was as much of a waste of your time as mine. There's no need to apologize to me directly. <laughs>
0: well, I'm apologizing to you because Wayne isn't here. So I apologize directly to you. I apologize to the fans. Sorry sure. about last week. I hope you, uh, f- if you missed out on our podcast last week, I I definitely hope you tuned into These Warriors Are Terrible because I did a couple of things last week, including test warriors, which look kind of neat. So we are back. We're minus Wayne. He's at home playing with some speakers. Mm -hmm. Yep. He ditched us for sound. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, isn't that always the
1: case? Mm -hmm. Ditching
0: us for sound. He just didn't want to come in.
1: Okay. Fair enough.
0: I'm calling him out on podcast. He just didn't want to make the trip into the office. Yeah, and
1: I'm sure, unlike me, he won't be listening for hate speech. No, he won't. coming in to... He won't. Uh, He'll come
0: in tomorrow all unsuspecting because he doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> say whatever he wants. Yeah,
1: I paid attention. I saw that coming a mile away. You guys didn't disappoint. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh-huh. All right. So we do not necessarily have some game news because I didn't realize... This that Wayne wasn't here I wasn't thinking about it and I was busy doing other things so I didn't look up anything. But Phil has lots of movie news. Don't you, Phil?
1: I do. Lots of movie and television and comic book related news well, there that you I'm go. here See? To share with you now. So the first one is is big news. I guess it's almost old news now because it was such a... Big thing on the internet earlier in the week, but um, I'm sure you guys have heard as well as I have. that Twin Peaks um, will be returning. I in heard that. Yep. with a yeah. new season on uh, Showtime. I believe it is. It yeah. is Showtime. Yep. And David Lynch, Mark Frost are going to write all the episodes, and David Lynch is going to direct them. And I am. It's po- a short season. It's like eight episodes. Yeah. Nine episodes. Oh, nine episode nine episodes. Though. And I am positively giddy with excitement. I'm yeah. I that must say,
0: Netflix didn't do it. They're yeah. buying up everything. I
1: know. Well, what it turned out to be was that. Um, the uh, executive who they pitched it to at Showtime was the executive who was in charge of Twin Peaks initially on ABC. So they went straight to him first, and they good bought idea. it up instantly. I think yeah. anyone at this point, I think anyone would have bought it pretty much. Probably not ABC, but any of like the cable networks or Netflix or anything like that. I think everyone would have been all over that mm-hmm. um, because it's yeah. I mean, like good or bad, they'll get plenty of attention just for that's very that. true yeah I'll
0: finish the series before it comes out so Have I you actually watch it. watched it I'm still on the first episode how is that even
1: possible oh, it's such a God, good it's, it's like
2: a page turner of
1: movies it's
0: a really but, slow but, burn at the beginning though. and
1: Mel also explained to us how when she watches things she does other things while watching them no, so, actually, I it sat would make it it would make it to difficult to, to pay attention to a show that you have to. Pay <laughs> no no, no.
0: I was actually paying attention to Twin Peaks but it's such a mm. slow beginning
1: yeah, it is. It's so, a slow burn. But it's a very slow burn. It's hypnotic. It
0: felt like an episode of Were you also watching it
1: with your roommate who has no patience? It, yeah. Well, yeah, there you go. Watch that. So I, watch I was going to watch it without it. him, yeah. Yeah, there you go. You, as you should. Yeah. I will. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, no, I'm really excited. I like that they're, it's going to be all Lynch and Frost it's, and they have total mm-hmm. creative control. I think whatever it turns out to be, it'll be interesting. And also it's exciting that it's on a network where they don't have to worry about content regulations
2: although so, it, it wouldn't be dirty. very
1: hey, you, let's i not did guess, you see firewalk with me uh,
2: that's it was pretty raunchy Ugh, yeah yeah
1: it got weird horrific yeah um so yeah i'm oh man i couldn't be more excited the only the only but downside of it is it's not till 2016 and so i have to wait is that is it actually 25 years since the
2: f- cancellation of the show
1: yeah okay yes yeah. It'll be 25th anniversary, and there's that one line in the dreamscape where Laura Palmer tells uh, Agent Cooper that she'll see him in 25 years, which they're now pretending is deliberate. But
0: At the it, time, it, it wasn't?
1: It was definitely not. But that, <laughs> but that whole sure they were making up as yeah, long yeah, yeah. anyway, so it, it fits. It fits. And Are, are uh, they
2: getting the original cast back? Or?
1: Yeah. Um, they're 25 years older, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there will be new, young, sexy, new bio cast members as well. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, they haven't gotten into the details about that, but they made it clear that, yeah, it's going to be a direct continuation, but also something that um, if you hadn't seen anything before, you could watch, too. Weird. It, it's own self-contained thing.
0: It's so weird that we live in a world now where something gets canceled that doesn't mean it's canceled. It will Ever.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. And this in particular, I never that dreamed. Yeah. five so fun-
0: years, it's pretty amazing. It'll
1: be so fun to see it again simply because, like, you know... The impact it had on television yeah. It's like, yeah, there's, I mean, there's still been nothing else quite like it, but at the same time, like, pretty well every TV drama that came since is influenced by it in some way. So, I agree. That'll be great, and there'll be midgets. I'm you know, sure like.
0: Wayne's going to be very, very happy about this news, even though he's not here to celebrate with us. Yeah,
1: I know. I was, he was the one that I thought was going to be most excited, and then he bought, It didn't even bother. Well, he is, as we discussed, setting up a sound system. Yeah, well. Because, we you assume
0: know. he's setting up his sound I, I haven't heard from him he all He could be day. napping. <laughs>
1: yeah. Who know. knows? Who knows? That's, All right. That's what he says he's doing, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Uh next up, um, I guess we'll get into uh Marvel related news. So a couple Woo. of things I know. So a couple of things have come up too late this week. Um number one, um, there have been rumors that uh the plan for Avengers 3 is to have an all-new team to be the Avengers, which would make perfect sense, since the Avengers were never a, a locked-in group. And more specifically, there's talk of it, perhaps, since it's also the last movie that uh, everyone's uh, contracted to do. Makes um, sense. They might... Pull a uh, a a Twilight and split it into two movies, but to do that and to do a like Secret Wars or Civil War Mm -hmm. massive crossover. I how
0: you, represented the Twilight when wasn't Kill Bill one of the first? Oh yeah, Kill Bill
1: Bill was one of the first. I just think of it as Twilight because I think you just like Twilight commercial a little bit. Um, But but, um, so anyway, uh, that's the rumor. It seems uh, very logical to me, and it would be exciting to see that kind of massive (laughs) massive crossover event. And also part of that. Um, in a directly connected rumor, is that uh, very serious negotiations have started between uh, Marvel and Sony to bring <laughs> Spider-Man back. Oh no! you yeah, I that. heard that
0: they're gonna reboot it again.
1: No, 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 no. I they. I mean, like they, there's no plan as to what specifically would be yet. It's still negotiations. I don't know,
0: man, that character's been rebooted more than Batman at this point.
1: Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, like. To reboot Spider-Man at this point, that doesn't mean doing an origin story. That just mm-hmm. means having a Spider-Man movie yeah, that's not the crappy Sony Spider-Man. continuity, which more would be Spider-Man. great. But it, so
2: I'm, I'm still kind of confused of what this deal really means for Sony.
1: Um, my, uh, yeah, well, I mean, that's what's being worked out. Because my
2: understanding is Sony would maintain the rights just allow them use of Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, I think how, uh, my guess is how it would break down is it would be like a co production. Yeah. So they would still be involved in the profits, which I think is the smartest way to go because each of the movies yeah. they've made has made less. I, I think so. Sony doesn't want to let go of Spider-Man. It's just too valuable. No, it's a cash cow. Yeah. But they, if they cut a deal with Marvel, then they would no longer have to be involved with it from a creative standpoint so anymore. Just, like,
2: just make them and just give us checks. Exactly.
1: It would be marketing and money, which is the only thing they care about now, anyway. Yeah, they don't. So yeah. I don't see why that wouldn't be. I <laughs> wouldn't be. An and issue.
2: they w- and they want the Sinister Six. light. oh, not Sinister Six.
1: Is that it? Yeah the, yeah. the plan is to still do Sinister Six, but and Venom. I wouldn't. No, Venom's done. They they killed I'm that officially done. Okay. But my honestly, I wouldn't. I feel like. Like, that's just contingent on this deal not going through. Like, I think if it goes through, then everything's done. They just kind of take money and do do nothing. Yeah, everything's done. And I think, yeah, and I know I would be excited about it. I think you could even keep Garfield, I think you would just have him show up. And, and he's Spider-Man, and then do Spider-Man stories that don't relate to Origins or Green Goblin. That would be good. You know, those, like the thousands of stories that they have that yeah. are related to those two yeah. would, be a, would be a good start. So, yep, there's that. And then the other um, kind of interesting thing, uh, Chris Claremont, um, legendary X-Men yeah. Marvel writer, he was on a podcast uh, last week. I think it was Nerdist. I forget which one. But he said that... Um, The uh, Marvel executives in the comic book side of the company are now, because uh, Fox is making so much money off their, they're actually are starting to be like really weird and negative and downplaying any of the characters Fox owns. Like it's been, there's a mandate now that all writers who work on X Men are not allowed to create new characters because those characters would then subsequently be. So, that's, so, so no one's allowed to do that anymore. Yeah, There's, a, there's an article on our site right
2: now about is uh, Marvel trying to kill off those branches of the... Uh, yeah, totally.
1: Yeah. X-Men. Um, yeah, and X-Men so, and Fantastic so no, Four. Yeah, and, and Fantastic Four is set up to be canceled yeah. in 2015 in time for the movie. There won't be any more comics. And also they just killed off Wolverine. Um, which I, which now hearing all this information, I don't believe is a coincidence. No, it's a really weird vindictive move on their part, for sure. I <laughs> mean, Disney being vindictive of something that's yeah. never happened. But that's not even Disney. This is Marvel. Oh, is that actually yeah? They, it's wow, disconnected. Okay. Yeah, this is the like publishing wing. They're just uh, yeah. It's it's really weird, really really weird. Especially since these are like such incredible like yeah. important characters to them. But uh, yeah, no, I just Seriously. thought that was a really little funny uh, peek behind the door, and I also. If they if they end up doing this massive Marvel crossover movie that I started this whole little run talking about, I wouldn't be surprised if they cut a deal to get the X-Men in there. That's going to happen at some point. It's only a matter of time. I don't think Fox is going to let it. No, I, I don't see why they wouldn't. Again, split the budget to split the profits. Because Fox is a bunch lose? of dicks. I think if there's money, if because like, the thing is, especially if that's a two-part movie. Uh, yeah, okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. Then like they're each paying for one movie and each getting the profit for one movie. So who's, who's to be hurt by that? No one. That's the answer. Thanks for answering, guys. No, I mean, um, I mean, this news <laughs> I just. I'm
0: tweeting. Put,
1: uh, oh, okay. Cinelinks just had uh,
2: that Sony is unsure if what to do with the Spider-Man franchise. Yep, and they might do a crossover.
1: Yeah, I, I, I really think within the next couple of years that spider Man's going to go back to Marvel as he should.
2: I just don't think Sony's going to let the money go. So they're going to make some deal where they keep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: No, they're going to be involved for sure. But I just don't think. I, but I think that Marvel like Studios, is everyone gonna be in like the movie will be
2: using them. Sony phones.
1: Yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Well, they already do that. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. That's how they. Do. That's how they roll. Especially in Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> All right. Um, next up. Uh, Oh, and just straight-up comic book news, um, uh, Scott Snyder's new run in Batman is going to be a story about Batman fighting the Justice League, which I'm super excited about. Hasn't he done that in the past? Uh, Yeah, there was, um, uh, what's it, it Kingdom Come? Yeah. No, 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 not Kingdom Come. That's the uh, Alex Ross series. uh, Um, Tower of Babel. Yeah, yeah, Terror Babel, which is a great one. Yeah, no, it, it's happened before, but it hasn't happened in a long time, and certainly Scott Snyder hasn't done it. And Batman's
2: uh, kind of against, against everyone.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. Himself. Yeah, totally. <laughs> He's weird. Yeah, totally. So I'm I'm super psyched for this. I mean, in a way, I'm slightly bummed simply because um, the stuff Scott Snyder's done that I've liked the most has been the most gothic and horrific. And yeah, you can't really have Batman fight Superman and have that feel scary. No, that's not going to work. No. So, um, so yeah, but at the same time, yeah. So it's going to be either five or six issues. I didn't write down. I should have. But uh, yeah, that starts in December, and I'm super excited, Mel, I can tell you're excited. By oh, lack I can tell by actually her Lack of interest. I'm on her
2: phone. <laughs> I'm working.
1: <laughs> uh, sure, that's what they all say. Good job, Mel. Good job. Um, next up, uh, the all-female Ghostbusters movie is moving forward. Sorry, what? Yeah, yeah, it's really? thing. Yeah. yeah, There's an article about it that's going to go up Pop uh, next week. Yeah, yeah. No, Paul Feig. Oh, is that um, the Ghostbusters? Yeah, that's the Ghostbusters. Got yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, all. Yeah, <laughs> that's the game plan. So, yeah, no, Paul Feig's directing. He's the guy that directed Bridesmaids. And, and it's the person that wrote Heat? Yeah, yeah, that's who signed on this heat? week. Uh, Katie, not, okay, so Katie Dippold, who wrote Heat for Paul Feig, which Paul Feig also directed. Is it The Heat or Heat? It's heat. The Heat. No, The Heat. The okay. Heat yeah, is, not,
0: is one not, with this is a McCarthy in it. Yes, yeah, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. The, not Heat, which was yes. the uh, yeah. amazing Val yeah, Kilmer, I mean. yeah, Kilmer. The, the Michael
1: Mann movie. Yeah. Yeah, that, so it's uh,
0: someone who's Melissa McCarthy's been in both movies? Yeah, it's safe to say it's safe
1: to say that Melissa McCarthy's going to be one of the Ghostbusters. I love it. I love Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, no, which totally... No, it totally fits. She, but
0: it's just they're doing all female casting. I know, guys. it feels it
1: feels like a stunt to do. It is that. it is a stunt. But um I'm I, I don't see if they're just
2: gonna do a trade over and just do a simple Oh, Dan Aykroyd's randomly hanging around. Mm. He needs a new team. Mm-hmm. He finds a wacky bunch of ladies to mm-hmm. p- fill his shoes. Mm-hmm. If that's the overall storyline, I'm all for it. If it's just like, yeah, we just they- discovered Ghostbusting out of the blue, yeah, yeah I mean,
1: they- it'll be a continuation. That'll be the plan. I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't really.
2: If don't, Dan Aykroyd has, care. if Dan Aykroyd does not, in there somewhere. I feel it's failing.
1: It's, no, he's going to yeah. be there, but he's going to be the worst part. Yeah, um,
2: I, I, I just want him to be there. Oh, yeah, be yeah, yeah, His yeah. insane self.
1: Oh, yeah. No, that's he is crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a non-issue. There's no way they'll do it without him being there. Um, yeah, no, I mean, like, I would prefer they not do more Ghostbusters in general. Yeah. To be honest. There's no reason for it. But um, there are enough, yeah, there are enough really funny uh lady comedians and actors these days that they could find a good cast I think Melissa McCarthy be in it I Who think else? Amy Schumer would probably be in it and which one
0: okay I know the name but I can't put the face
1: she does uh, she has a sketch show I'm blanking on the name of it now and she did a lot of the comedy roasts and sure she's a funny lady I want Sarah Silverman in I dislike
0: Sarah Silverman
1: I find just, her voice annoying you're just a but misogynist but I think mouth. she's funny I am a
0: <laughs> <misogynous. laughs>
1: I think she's hilarious. And, yeah, I, it's not that, I,
0: that. I, I... I like her in some of the things she does, but when she's left her own devices, I don't care for her.
1: Well, you don't like her stand-up? That's the best part. Eh. Yeah, she's weird. Ah, oh, she's eh. hilarious. You guys are crazy. I, I so. said she was funny. <laughs> I agree <clean> with you. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, like, I'll hold off judgment until I see what it is. Like, it is Paul Feig's uh, a good... A good director, yeah, yeah. and um, but I just think I just think, especially having watched both the Ghostbusters movies recently, I think they're of a time and place. I don't think as strong as that concept is. I don't think. But think, think
0: about it; they're doing another Beetlejuice work. movie, like they're just resurrecting the 80s.
1: Oh, I know. It's yeah. not a shock. It no. g- it goes without saying that it was going to happen, but it doesn't mean that it should. <laughs> and, and I don't think it should.
0: Soon they'll do another Willow movie, and then they'll all have to kill ourselves. No,
1: I don't think there's any. That's of that never happening. happening. Never. Number one, they made. I hope L- not, Number one, they made Lord of the Rings. Yeah. so they're good. Yeah. And, but, uh,
2: and George Lucas isn't allowed to do anything anymore, so you yeah, know. He's retired, yeah. Right. And yeah. he did
1: that movie. Well, he yeah. wrote that movie? It was something weird. He wrote that? He wrote, wrote and produced, yeah. yeah. Well, like, co wrote. He was, yeah, one of the people that did the story. Aw, that's yeah. weird. It's so a George Lucas joint.
0: I'm yep. surprised he hasn't gone back and horribly butchered it.
1: I think he wanted to. Um, yeah,
2: I just think he doesn't care. I, 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 I just think he's just sitting on a pile of money and throwing it at people.
1: Yeah, what else would you do? Although he donated all the money that he got from that Disney deal to charity, really, yeah, okay, I, I was, he has
0: more money than he'll it ever. Was, it was like 2000000000 two lifetime.
1: billion, two three billion. Or and he's something like, like, I that. don't want this. Yep, just yeah. gave it to charity, which yeah. I thought was a. That's awesome! Awesome move, yeah. 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 So awesome he just move. he just sold it to get rid of it. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. He just didn't want to have, want to be responsible anymore, and then he yeah gave the money away. So nice. good for him. Not
0: to leave a life where you can just donate
1: two billion. I know that'd be all right. If he huh? gave
2: me like five percent of that. I would never need to work
1: again. Yeah. Nor would. But anyone. you'd
0: use it to keep this magazine. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We <laughs> would be able to work.
1: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sounds fun. All right. Uh, next up, uh, the Rock has announced his next Ooh. movie, and it's the Baywatch movie. Oh.
0: I'm not sure if I'm <laughs> sure. happy about
1: this. No? no, I think it's a good is signal like of the direction. Is it like a comedy? Yes, exactly. But I, just okay. think, I don't want
2: to see The Rock without his a shirt on. big man. Well, that's going to happen. I it's, just don't want to see it. No. Like, I want him to wear Under Armour at all he, times. He blocks
0: out the sun. He always wears man. no shirt.
2: What are you talking about? No, no, about? he always that's wears a ridiculously tight Under Armour shirt. Yeah. He never actually goes shirtless. Yeah, he does.
1: He, he was shirtless pretty well in all of Hercules. Yeah, Except
0: for some animals. And he skin. was
1: shirtless in his wrestling career. Oh, yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah, he's been as shirtless the, already, Oh, as the, uh,
0: the Scorpion King, he was shirtless. Okay. He was shirtless oh, okay. Yeah. But Scurping he was less King.
1: gross. You're thinking specifically of Fast Five. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I. Yeah, but it's just fine. That's his greatest that's role. His biggest, isn't yeah, it? That's his biggest. Yeah, that's his greatest role. He's the biggest in that movie out of any movie. Physically, yes. He's kind of gross. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, he's but a
0: mountain, is what he is, is. is a mountain yeah. of a
1: man. But no, him being in it, I think, is a good signal because it, it signals that it's going to be yeah, a comedy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is how, which is, which is fine. I'll see a satirical big yeah. watch uh-huh. movie. That sounds funny. Sure. I Why would not are? have seen a sincere Baywatch movie. That would be pathetic. But how would you do a sincere one? It would be like the show, and it would be awful. The show was yeah. serious. Yeah, it was. Really? Oh yeah, they meant it.
0: You think? Rob I Logan thought it was. <laughs> so I thought they, they were it. just
1: punking everyone for like no infinite seasons. No, that was that was legit. They Is
0: Rob it. Lowe going to be in it?
1: No, I'll, I'll, I don't know. I'll, I'll, the only person is, is The Rock. The Rock? <laughs> he's
0: the only guy that they need?
1: Yeah, it's based around him now. It's, it's, a, it's, it's The Rock. The Rock joint. plays every, jo- every role. Because Rob Lowe, Lowe was
0: in Baywatch, and he still looks like Rob he did in. Rob Lowe was in Baywatch? Wasn't he? I don't know. I don't
1: think you're thinking of the right person. David Hasselhoff was in well, yeah, Baywatch. he was in Baywatch. But... Those are different people. Yeah, like, very different people.
0: No one wants to see David Ro- Hasselhoff.
1: Rob Lowe ever. was way too successful at that point in his career to do Baywatch. Let's see. He may have been a guest star. That might have happened. Are we actually, we're actually? we fact-checking. Yeah, yeah that, you can fact-check awesome. Rob Lowe and Baywatch. Because
0: I never actually watched Baywatch. you 're just kind of assume he's <laughs> No, because I was looking at <laughs> Rob Lowe's IMDB the other day when I was watching Parches and Rec.
1: Right. I really find it hard to believe he was in Baywatch. Why, well, whenever
0: Just keep talking. I'm looking. Okay, fair enough. I can't remember. That's
1: why. All right. Uh, next story. Um, uh, Joe Dante is going to do another movie, which I'm excited about. because uh, It's been a long, long-ass time. In general? Yeah, I can't remember. Gremlins. Oh, okay. And yeah, okay. The Howling. Okay. And The First Piranha. The Howling's and the, and bad, though. The Howling's great. What are you talking about? Perhaps you're thinking of all the sequels, which are horrible. The Howl- There's like ten of them. It's yeah, insane. No, The Howling, the original Howling's amazing. I don't remember it being amazing. I remember it being kind of oh, bad. Oh, it's, am- no, it's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, I just watched uh, it last week. I can uh, confirm this. I'm, I'm unsure about this. I know. Okay, what do you remember The Howling being about? Werewolves. Anything more specific than that? Bad costumes. Okay, so you haven't seen The Howling. I've what? seen it just, <laughs> just like 10 years. I don't yeah. know
0: who the hell I was thinking of then.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, there is an actor who I remember from the opening credits who has a Rob Lowe-esque face. So perhaps that's where you're I've never from?
0: actually seen Baywatch. I just remember looking at credits the other day when someone is in Baywatch and i remember yeah, thinking, yeah. what the hell? Yeah, uh, no, it sure, whatever. Rob
1: Lowe. But uh, no, the Howling's great. Don't be stupid. Go 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 enjoy that. You'll you'll be pleased. It's got Dee Wallace, the mom from ET, in it. Oh, does it? Yeah. See, I I guarantee you saw either from saw one of the movies from Howling two to Howling six, which are unwatchable. Mm-hmm. I they had just, like, unwatchable. They're horrible, and they're not connected in any way. It's I just think titled. there's
2: a weird connection. No. Nope. Isn't that
1: supposed Well, to be? there's werewolves.
2: No, I thought there was like supposed to be like in one of them they say there's a bloodline that weirdly connects them all dumbly.
1: If it's connected to the other movies, sure. But they're in no way connected <laughs> to the first one. Yeah. No, there, there's no continuity. Okay, maybe Howling I've seen range. Silent Two. I think, yeah, I think you probably have seen some of those. Some of those are hysterically bad. One of them was made in Australia. I think it's Howling Three, and the mm-hmm. subtitle is Marsupials. One
2: it's, of them is so bad it looks like it's done with like a video, like a VCR. Yeah. Or like oh a, yeah, yeah, yeah. VHS tape. There
1: are some unbelievably horrible it's, ones. It's amazing. But the originals, like. I like I. I'd say only American Werewolf in London is a better werewolf. movie. Well, that is an amazing movie. Yeah, that's the best werewolf movie. But I'd say that uh, this, uh, the Howling is number two. I would. I'm going to be watching. Uh, you should. I'll bring yeah. in the Blu-ray next week. Okay. I'll lend it to you. Oh, yeah. um, but uh, anywho, Joe Dante back in the saddle. Which I'm oh, saying, yeah. he also did the Burbs, which is my oh, favorite. I like the Burbs. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So he's he's gone back. He um, I guess in Italy there's been um, they're trying to jumpstart the film industry again. So there's been a huge government. So Sinus he does but um, that's, that's been around for a while, right? Well, I mean, Italy's never stopped making okay. movies. It's just not like there was a period from the 60s through the 80s where they were making a ton oh, of movies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And they're not doing that anymore. So they're trying to uh, jumpstart that. And there's a sort of government-funded film program yeah. of movies made in Italy. And they've hired Joe Dante to make one that's going to be a... Uh, a Romeo and Juliet story with vampires and werewolves, where that's also... So a- Twilight. Nope. Um, that's also a, uh, a some sort of economic commentary uh, where the, vamp- the vampires will represent old money and the werewolves will represent uh, really tacky young rich so folks. So Underworld... Uh, yeah, no, no, so no. So, Underworld
0: meets Twilight yeah. meets ridiculousness. Guys, it's
1: Joe Dante. It's going to be good. Stop saying this. <laughs> 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 He's got a wonderful sense of humor about himself. He uh, won't. The problem with both the Underworld franchise and the Twilight franchise is they took themselves way too fucking seriously, even though they were garbage. They so, were really bad. They were horrible. Yeah. So if uh, you know, he gets some Joe Dante has a sense of irony and a sense of genre history, and knows how to scare and make laughs.
2: Uh, I want
1: leather pants. I'm interested. I expect some leather pants. Uh, I'm sure. Got some, okay. That I'm sold. Okay, good, good. I'm glad we're. I'm glad we cleared that up. Okay, so and then finally, um, uh, Robert Downey Jr. has been going around doing press this week because um, for his new movie, The Judge, and uh, that he and so obviously there's been a lot of uh, conversation about Iron Man during that. There's been some interesting stuff he said on Ellen that there was going to be an Iron Man four, and then the same day on Howard Stern said there wasn't. Um, so a lot of conflicting information there. But the most interesting thing that I caught of that Mel um, was when uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. was on Howard Stern this week and uh, they asked him about Iron Man but then they asked him if he was in Star Wars And there was this really weird moment where he was, like, shocked to even be asked. And then they sort of joked about how if he was in Star Wars, he would be contractually obligated not to say that he was in Star Wars. Yeah. And then later on, Howard Stern asked what his next project was after Avengers 2. And he said, yeah, I can't tell you that. (laughs) So, I think he might be in Star Wars. Uh, no other explanation. Yeah. No other movie
2: could he possibly be in.
1: Yeah, and there'd been report. And then I looked it up. I, had, I hadn't found it before, but there had been reports of people seeing him in London and, and he possibly being sit. around the set.
2: He would fit in Star Wars.
1: And it would be a good lateral move for him yeah. to slide out of uh, the Marvel I, Universe. I, I want him Star to Wars be an universe. Imperial
2: Commander. Mm-hmm. I'd, be a cool, I'd be cool with that.
1: He'd be a great villain, and that'd yeah. be fun to see because yeah. he has, hasn't really done a villain in a long time, or maybe ever. Um he has. I'm sure he has. Has he? I don't know. I can't think of it. Mel, fact yep, checker I'm Mel. Okay yeah. 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 Um but uh anyway, um yeah, I just that that little bit of news made me really happy. I don't <laughs>
2: see it taking I you gotta guess, say,
1: and there was another weird thing where someone else asked him on like some uh like internet uh television show and he was like just so caught off guard. Um that <laughs> I don't know I don't know There's just something about it I get the feeling He probably is I think he might be And that's so exciting So exciting So anyway uh, That's that And that's news baby That was an exciting set of news there <laughs> uh, Phil Yeah thanks Appreciate it Oh yeah And um, There's one more story here Which nope. is that uh, uh, Jeff Goldblum said that he's going to be in Independence Day too If they make it So there's that didn't Jeff Goldblum? I thought they said
0: they were going to make it. I thought that
1: they was are, the thing. Well, the. I mean, it's being developed. Whether it's uh-huh. not like in production or anything. Yet.
2: Because it's nonsense. Yeah. 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 But although didn't Jeff Goldblum do some kind of amazing GE light bulb commercial? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. It was
1: by Tim and Eric. Where was shirtless for some reason. Yeah, it yeah. was like about how he buys lights to make himself look prettier. It's great. <laughs> I it's still great. Have,
2: I watched like five seconds. Like this is insane.
1: It's so funny. Well, it's Tim and Eric, man. Those guys. are the I, best. I, I don't like them. They're never not funny.
2: I have the complete opposite view of that.
1: Yeah, I can get, I can see that because they're so alienating and on yeah. their own that you're either on your their wavelength or yeah. not. But I'm I'm right on board. Goddamn, that was funny. Aye.
0: Okay, so it doesn't look like he ever plays like villains, but he always yeah, plays douchebags. So. Yeah, he's, ah.
1: yeah, he's played some dinks yeah. for sure, but he's never gone full on evil, and it'd be fun <laughs> to see him do that. All right, so that's that. That's, that's my news.
0: So Phil, I guess you have some movies to tell oh, us about. Oh yeah,
1: definitely because we didn't. I didn't do it last week, so I'll do. I'll do three. Maybe four. Um, so, uh, first, shall I do last week first? Maybe. Yep. All right, so last week first. First up, uh, Annabelle. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, the prequel to yeah. The Conjuring.
0: The one-sentence review, it sucks.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, I mean, the deal with it is this, which is that The um, Conjuring made over $300 million. Why? worldwide. People loved it I didn't mind it It People was okay loved it. it was horrible It wasn't horrible It was just okay It was just cliched It yeah. was just There was nothing super special No it was horrible No eh, You're wrong Now did you watch it or Yeah What were you doing At the same
0: time I was watching it Really, really? Yeah I usually sit down And watch horror movies Okay So
1: now,
2: good. now explain to me Why didn't they just make A direct sequel And I know there was Some kind of legal trouble Okay
1: well, the problem, I would say, is that the... Because, yeah, you could do a direct sequel based on the, like, ghost-busting yeah. scientists. Yeah. Uh, the, in real life, they're scumbags. Oh, why? Yeah. They just make up, they just make well, up stuff. Oh yeah, because they make their money off of poor people that believe in ghosts, and they go and stage fake exorcisms
0: <laughs> and stuff. So you say there's no ghosts?
1: No, Mel. There's no ghosts. I'm
0: actually waiting for Mike to bring home a ghost one day.
1: I'd be that's never gonna happen he brings
0: home dead people stuff all the time that's cool one day something's (laughs) gonna be attached to one of them okay and then I'll call those slime people
1: sweet Um, but anyway yeah they're bad people so I think it would be a mistake to give them any more publicity so wait
0: how did they get this first one made about them um.
1: Well, I think they. I think James Wan and those guys heard about them and they pitched the story and they were like, "Okay, I don't know who these people are, but whatever, we can say it's based on true story, and that seems to make people." Do not you have to
0: go to those people though and say, "Can we use you to get life your story?" Rights. Yeah. I
1: don't know how that worked. I don't know if that was based on a book or what. I don't know a lot. If about it's not the based on a book, they can just do anything. Yeah, way. I don't. They I, just say, "Yeah, we read a
2: news somewhere." Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really.
0: Know. They can just do that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Any,
2: it That's why there's licensed and unlicensed um, like autobiographies. So. They can, mm-hmm. Anyone can do a, a, an like autobiography. Just a
0: biography it, is a little different, isn't it?
2: No, a, not really. It just seems kind of weird. Also, it's all made up anyways.
0: But if you say this is based on a true story...
2: Yeah, it's based on these people went to someone's house and said there was a ghost.
0: Yeah, they are, they're also the same people who did the um,
1: Someone has to get the vale, vale house.
2: The process there. Uh, only if... If you base it on a story that's you basically doing a third... Uh, it depends
1: how close to facts it is. If you're using real names, that's, someone's got to get paid. If they don't use real names, they're fine. If they yeah, just but pay, they did use real names. Oh, then, then, yeah, someone's yeah, say someone got paid. Yeah, someone um, got paid. Yeah, So it means giving money to crazy people. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. yeah, I'm with you there. So I think... So I, my guess is they just didn't want to deal with them I anymore. Mean, plus... Um, they would have had to pay those actors money since they're actually successful performers (laughs) as opposed to the no-names that they got in Annabelle. Which is Um, mostly
0: also a doll, right? Which you don't have to pay?
1: It was way cheaper to spin off the doll. So that's what they did. So it's a movie about a doll, um, which I'm not against. Dolls are creepy. But um, this is not a good one. Uh, Basically, uh, the plot revolves around a uh, super pretty and happy and pregnant couple that look kind of like Ken and Barbie in the 60s. And they, um, yeah, they're pregnant and suburban and everything's great. And then one night, um, in the one actually really good scene in the movie, uh, there, there's a little bit of talk about uh, their neighbors who they go to church with um, have a daughter who ran away and joined a like Manson family type cult. And then in the middle of the night, uh, the daughter returns with her Charlie Manson-esque boyfriend and kills the two of them, and then comes over to our happy couple's house. And uh, stabs the pregnant lady in the bu- belly But doesn't kill the baby And then uh, bleeds all over Annabelle Thus cursing Annabelle the doll. Of course Yes So then the couple tries to move to an apartment uh, To get away Because they're obviously a bit perturbed About living in the house With the uh, cult murder sacrifice situation him, yeah, yeah. But
0: they take the bloody doll with them Of course Well
1: no They try to throw out the bloody doll But then the bloody oh, doll oh. shows up and and creepiness ensues. And then from there, it's just sort of a... Uh, yeah, it's a haunted demon doll. Did they not that notice right? that the
0: bloody doll showed up?
1: Yeah, and they were creeped out. And
0: they try to get rid of it again?
1: Well, she, they were at that point trying to move on from their trauma. <laughs> and they decided to... Because they got the doll... The doll was given as a gift um, because the mom collects dolls. And she liked the Annabelle doll. She just didn't like the murder. And so... She uh so she was so when they saw it again she was like, Well, you know what, whatever, maybe we'll keep it. And then the doll started getting creepy and it was like a demon possession thing. Now the problem is so yeah, the one scene with the cult thing, very well done. The director of the movie was the cinematographer of the conjuring who only previously directed uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Well that, that cinema masterpiece. Yeah, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's gotten moderately better, but not too much. The problem is well, then, You don't want you don't want to get too good. No, no. definitely not. No. And the problem is it's just repeated shtick, like they're living in the apartment from Rosemary's Baby. Uh, the demon behind Annabelle is, uh, looks just like the demon from the Insidious movies, which he also shot. Um, there's a priest who comes to help, yada, yada, yada. It's very predictable and very rote and very dull. Now, that being said, um, there are a couple, like, moderately successful sequences, and the doll, as it was in Conjuring, is a creepy object. They've set it up as a franchise. It made... The doll th- just based on this doll... The doll's creepy.
2: Yeah, but I don't want to see more of this doll.
1: Well, uh, they, they've set it up as a franchise. The movie made $37 million. I think if, if there's going to be another one. And Why don't
2: they just take random objects from the room in The Conjuring and just make movies based on nonsense objects? You
0: mean like The Basement? Yeah. That'd be interesting.
2: There's like, and here's another story based on but nonsense.
0: people like scary dolls.
2: They do. Yeah, they I, do.
1: But it, it's, I don't, uh, and I don't mind the idea of a horror franchise surrounding an inanimate object. I think that is not a horrible idea. Especially a doll.
2: So, I just don't want to see the doll again. Play? Because
1: that would allow you to do such different things every time. I think if they got a competent director to make a movie about this haunted doll, it could be a good
2: I want to see the one about whatever the popcorn machine was or...
1: Yeah. Well, or, it's not going to happen.
2: Or the... um. Weird sword on the
1: wall, or the mask. Well, What are they going to call these movies? The pop haunted, yeah, <laughs> like the haunted it's popcorn not machine. Not really an easy sell. Um, popping mad, mm. popping for death. Yeah. So anyway, Annabelle, not good, um, but successful, and there will likely be more. And I think, yeah, with the Annabelle doll, there could be a good movie made. This just isn't even it. Um, however, uh, that said, the scene with the Manson uh, family murders, although extraordinarily tasteless is pretty awesome. Uh-huh. So check that out on YouTube in like a year or so. So, so they set, set her up it.
0: completely differently than the Chucky movies so the doll itself actually doesn't move?
1: Yeah, doll didn't do anything. So it's, that's so the ball it's is a haunted object yeah. and I like that too. Yeah, that's And different. then that can pass from owner to owner yeah. and what happens will be, completely different based on the owner and circumstances weird I think yeah I think as a franchise started there's potential in the franchise it's just that this movie was garbage
0: I want to see Chucky romance this doll in a movie yeah,
2: exactly.
1: I, I think I'm over Chucky I, I think they could just not make any more of the movies and I'd be okay wasn't the last Chucky movie if not? amazing
0: yeah it was supposed to be but it did so well they're gonna do more oh, okay.
1: god damn it well, just that. just stop them
0: it was a good it would have been a great finish though to that just, that series. just stop
1: making the movies Just stop. I'm
0: fine with it I love the Chucky movies
1: fair enough all right, next movie. Uh, also extraordinarily successful last weekend was uh, David Fincher's Gone Girl. I've heard there's a lot of
2: controversy around this movie right now. Really? Yeah.
1: Related to what? I mm. don't know, like misogyny or oh, My right. God, is the
0: whole world up in arms about misogyny over everything I right now? Don't know. Yeah, just...
1: it's, a, it's a very popular buzz topic. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's it's number one. It's not misogynist. I can't get into why.
0: Yeah, because you can't spoil it. Because it,
1: I, cause it is. Because the cool thing about it is, it's very like twisty-turny-unexpected So it's worldwide. worth seeing Totally Maybe I'll get into do it. that tonight Even yeah. if you're
0: a feminist?
1: Yeah There's a there's a, Yeah, there's a very specific <laughs> and overt feminist <laughs> reading like within the movie Oh, okay That makes it clear it's not misogynist It's just people It's just a movie People like doing this stuff um, <laughs> Anywho So The most basic summary that I'm willing to give is Yeah, so uh, Ben Affleck and um, Oh, God As if I'm forgetting her name uh, <laughs> uh, Someone. Fact check Melling. Uh, Mel, can you check? Right, yeah. The lead actress. She was also the lead actress in Shaun of the Dead. Um, oh, that woman. Okay.
0: All right, continue your story. Okay.
1: So Ben Affleck and mystery actress, whose uh, name Mel's going to check for me, they play a uh, happy middle class couple who have all the products you're supposed to have to be happy and live in a small town and have their own business. Is it funny.
0: Rosamund Pike?
1: Rosamund Pike. Thank you. Sure. And then uh, one day, uh, Ben Affleck uh, comes home, and uh, Rosamund Pike, his wife, is missing, and there's been signs of a struggle, and he calls the police, and he gets her wealthy parents uh, to fund a manhunt, and the media gets involved, and it becomes increasingly clear as they're investigating it that Ben Affleck is the most likely suspect in the crime. Is he kind of a bad person? Uh, Yes. Okay. Um, that's all I'm really willing that's all I really should say that's maybe the first like 20 minutes maybe Mm, Um, from there it it has um, based on extraordinarily popular novel that's sort of famous for its twists and turns. There are lots of them within it and they are good enough that I don't want to say what they are. However, um, what I really like about the movie is that David Fincher's taken it and he's turned it into a very, in my mind anyway, very perverse dark comedy. I think like a like a Paul Verhoeven movie or a... uh, early Brian De Palma movie. I think it's possible for most of the audience to watch this and just take it as a straight, trashy thriller. But if you know the genre well enough to know how fucking ridiculous it is and then it becomes extremely funny. Uh, all the actors are kind of stunt cast in it. Um, oh. uh, Neil Patrick Harris pops up and he's always the sign that the movie shouldn't be taken seriously in a good way. Um, uh, even uh, Ben Affleck, his, so much of his, who the character he plays revolves around the idea of manipulating the media to manufacture her own image in a way that with it being Ben Affleck doing it is very uh, amusingly satirical. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and then Fincher also just jerks the shit out of it. It looks beautiful. It's shocking and fear and dark and, and, and just really morbidly funny in a way that he always has in his movies. Um, but this one is just a particularly strong, uh, has a particular strong suit. And yeah, I think it's just as far as like trashy thrillers go. It's a great one. Uh, And a really funny, morbid, weird one. And, uh, yeah, I really recommend uh, everyone go rush out and see it. It's a good time. And then this week we have (laughs) Dracula. so the best movie ever. Yeah, Yeah, Dracula Untold, which is the first movie in Universal's planned relaunch of all their classic Universal monsters. Um, which is something that, in theory, I'm extraordinarily excited about because I love the classic. But then monsters. In practice, not but then you so saw this movie, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw this movie. And the problem with it is that if they were going to revive all the monsters um, and you know treat them with respect and dignity and and you know tell their stories, because yeah, yeah. you know you know Dracula, pretty you know fucking classic horror story that still works that's yeah, sustained yeah. like you know I can think of five movies off the top of my head that did the Dracula plot and are all excellent and they're all dr- different. Um, and they could even, their plan is ultimately to bring these guys all together in a monster mash, and even that is not unprecedented, because there were a number of those in the 30s. There was House of Frankenstein, House of Dracula, Abbott and Costello Frankenstein, a bunch yeah. of them, and they were a blast. However, um, what they what what it's clear from Dracula Untold is the plan is not to do that. The plan is to turn them all into superheroes and make this a superhero type. Franchise. <laughs> what? Well, yeah, they're like so. Dracula is about so. Dracula goes back to the Vlad the Impaler days, but he's like a pretty good guy ultimately. Despite having killed thousands of people, he's got like a, a really cool wife and a child, and of course he, just he started like chilling out with his Transylvania kingdom now, and he's a peaceful guy. And then the evil Turkish army shows up who had trained him to do all the impaling because he was actually always a good guy. He was never really much of an impaler. He just proved to be really good at it and then finally got up. And then so the Turkish army shows up and they want a thousand young boys from his kingdom to come and be trained to be warriors to fight for them, including Vlad the Impaler's son. He's not—he's pissed off about that, so he goes to see the vampire in the mountain nearby, um, which is super convenient. And... He decides he wants to try and get some power, and the vampire agrees. The vampire says he'll have extraordinary power, but an insatiable thirst for blood. But the vampire promises if he can go three days without sucking back some sweet blood, that the vampire curse will even be lifted. So he's like, sure, let's do it, and then he becomes a vampire. And there's some, there's actually a really awesome sequence at this point in which he takes out a like thousand strong army by himself, turning into bats and all sorts of stuff. This is really well done and a lot, a ton of fun. And then obviously um, things don't work out, and uh, he can't, he's release. cursed to be Dracula
2: because he's Dracula. So we never can. The three days things are a complete lie.
1: No, no, no. It's legit. He just can't do it. But, yeah, it's going to be tragic. So, um, yeah, the problem is that it's just, yeah, it's it, by virtue of the fact that you're trying to pretend Dracula, one of the most iconic figures of evil of all time, yeah, not to mention Vlad the Impaler, who's he, also, by uh, all accounts horrible, disgusting yeah, yeah. human beings yeah, yeah. are, these are not heroic people. No. They've decided to make it heroic. Uh. And that's just a square peg in a round hole that yeah. never fits. It and bad. it's really awkward to see it happen. Now, that being said, uh, there were some things I liked about it. Uh, Luke Evans, I thought, was a uh, pretty good, sort of sleazy, uh, sexy Dracula. Uh. Um, he's got potential in future outings. Also, when they did finally get to the vampire stuff, which took a while, uh, the vampires were at least... Uh, feral and vicious and frightening and gothic and not sparkly and romantic. That's that's good. And, and that was nice to see again. There were some really cool. As I said, there were some really great like vampire action sequences. There. The vampire in the mountain that he went to see was genuinely unnerving. If so, there are pieces in place here that, if they decide to go on with this monster franchise or just Dracula in general, I think could work if they made you know a Dracula movie. <laughs> but this isn't it. This oh, okay. Is, this is just a sub, like, Lord of the Rings fantasy adventure with Dracula starring in it. It's very confused. It's all over the place. It doesn't make much sense. And it's... And, and more than anything else, it's just really frustratingly predictable. It's like, the movie starts, you're like, oh, okay, so that means this will happen. And then you can guess everything from that point on. It steals liberally from the prologue of Bram Stoker's Dracula. In fact, if you've seen that, you've pretty much seen this. Okay. And, yeah, it's just... It's just such a bummer because I want to be excited about the Universal Monster reboot, but no, you're really not. This is the direction they're going. It's a huge mistake. So hopefully, there if they plan on continuing it, at least some of the monsters will present it in a frightening way. They are they all can be read as tragic characters, and that's what makes them interesting. But they're yeah. not heroes, and that's important. Um, and but also,
2: Vladimir is totally a hero now.
1: Yeah, and it's oh. weird. But he has enough of a tragic backstory that he could then be a bad guy because he's, you know, a vampire. But, again, we'll see if they actually deal with that. Uh, and also, if you do go to see it, which I don't recommend, uh, don't stay after the trailers. Uh, don't stay after the credits to see if there's a sequence where he meets Frankenstein or whatnot. Because I did, and there isn't. Um, I was really hoping, yeah. I was really hoping there was going to be a scene after the credits where, like, Samuel L. Jackson showed up and said, I want you to meet your new partner, Vlad, He's Victor Frankenstein.
2: I kind of want, want the... Uh <laughs> someone, someone, a voice just to come in. I've been with you the entire time. I'm the Invisible Man.
1: Yeah, totally. Well, they do that gag and happen because they Frankenstein. Oh, nice. Yeah, um, but so yeah, that was bad. And then I can also, if you're interested, sorry, give me one second.
0: All right. Phil <coughs>, coughs up a lung.
1: Yeah, that um, Victor Frankenstein voice took a lot out of me. Yeah, I can see that. So. um. Yeah, so and then also I can talk about very briefly, uh Left Behind, which came out last week. I want to hear this. Yes,
0: Nicolas Cage, right?
1: Yeah, it's a Nicolas Cage <laughs> Christian adventure. It's been a weird thing I've noticed over the last like year, the a couple of years. The uh there's always been a massive uh church basement uh Christmas uh Christmas <laughs> cr- Christian movie market yeah, yeah. uh led mainly by uh, Kirk Cameron and Stephen Baldwin. Yeah yeah. And it was always making millions and millions of dollars, quietly and private. And lately, they've, the Christian movie market has started to expand theatrically. In the summer, there was a movie called... Well, last spring, first of all, there was God is Not Dead, a really horrible movie with Kevin Sorbo that somehow made $65 million <laughs> off a $2, midget, two million budget. And then in the summer... Uh, That's because people
0: wanted to see Kevin Sorbo. Yeah,
1: I know. And the summer, and in the summer, there was a movie called... Uh, what was it called? I think God is Real... Or something like that, um, and uh, with um, with Greg Kinnear, that made a hundred million. So it's it's actually working. These movies are coming out in theaters now and making money. And the biggest attempt though far, thus far has been left behind, which was a popular uh, post apocalyptic Christian uh, novel series in uh, that was, it came out in the '90s and then was turned into a film trilogy in the 2000s starring Kurt Cameron. And now. We have a new version starring Nicolas Cage. So essentially, Nick Cage plays a pilot who it's his birthday, but he's got to fly, goddammit. And his family's sad about this, but as it turns out, he actually uh, secretly has a hottie stewardess who he's flying out to France with. Oh, for his birthday. he's not getting raptured. So he's a sinner, yeah, a big sinner. And um, his daughter finds out about this and is a little concerned. Part of the reason why he's done this is that his wife, played by Leah Thompson, the mom and the the Lorraine from Back to the Future, um, is. Um, uh, born again Christian, and they're like so frustrated by her born again Christian ways, and she keeps telling them about the rapture, and they're like, "Yeah, whatever, crazy lady." And then in the middle of this fu- in the middle of this flight, uh, all of a sudden, a bunch of people on the plane disappear because it's the rapture, and Nick Cage has to fly a plane with uh, no communication because apparently everyone in air traffic control it's is Christian. a fucking sweet Christian, and what? they're all gone. <laughs> And then on the ground, his daughters running around, and as soon as the rapture happened, just everyone went into a panic, and there are riots, and there are planes falling from the sky, and buses crashing, and people are knocking out windows. It's just horrible, but horrible as horrible as a twelve million dollar budget can allow. I'm just it out there. Couple
2: what about like eighty percent of China or everyone in the Middle they East? They don't get into that. This is a Middle yeah, American this is rapture, s- buddy. The States, yeah. This so a lot of people would still be on Earth. I mean, yeah. the Earth would still be pretty populated. Yeah,
1: it is. Yeah, and it is. It's not like half the people disappear. Oh, okay, It's so like, a, like a random people yeah, vanish. Just, uh, random and particularly stressful on the plane because everyone's like, what the fuck? And, um... There are uh, some—there's an interesting little cross-section of people on the plane. Uh, There's one person who's the voice of science who's played by an Asian man, to be racist. And then the amusing thing about him is that his perspective as someone who's into science is fueled mostly by science fiction. So he's like, well, it could be da-da-da-da-da, but that probably means aliens are coming— and so it, they managed to completely discredit any sort of scientific thought by suggesting anyone who believes in science also believes in aliens. Well, a what Which was rapture. An, an interesting take! And then also um, the uh, necessary um, sort of tough guy on the plane who threatens people. Street like, tough, yeah, and is like staring down the, the one heart of mo- gold, staring down the one Muslim got man on the plane and convinced that he's responsible for it somehow. <laughs> uh, he's he's uh, he's actually played by a midget in an odd move, and they never acknowledge it. <laughs> he's just, like his whole role, so he has
0: a Napoleon yeah, his, complex. His whole
1: role is tough guy, but he's yeah, so he's a, 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 little, little a little, a little, a yeah, little, little street tough. And so, so apparently,
0: Muslims have magic powers.
1: I guess. Um, this no, no, no. Sounds is crazy, just insane. Yeah, it's crazy. And and my favorite scene involves um, Nick Cage is desperately trying to figure out what's going on, and his co-pilot is one of the people that disappeared, so he's in a panic. And then he knows his co-pilot's uh, diary is sitting on the chair, so he picks it up and flips through it, and he finds a page, and it says on it, Sunday, what am I going to do today? Bible studies. And Nick Cage slams it and goes, no! And he knows instantly in that <laughs> moment what? that it was, there's no way, it could be nothing other than the rapture. This guy goes to Bible studies. He's up in heaven. I fucked up. I'm here now. And um, so here's the thing with it is that.
0: What? Wait, wait. does the whole movie take place on the plane?
1: Uh, about 50%. At Nick, okay. if you're wondering how the Christian, the low-budget Christian filmmakers were able to afford Nicolas Cage, it's because Is I'd Nicolas say... Nicolas Cage? No, I'd say 85% of his role takes place in the same cockpit set, filmed from the same three angles. So if he worked a week, I'd be shocked. <laughs> I'd be shocked. Um, so that cleared a lot up. Now, here's the thing. Yes, this movie's really bad. Yes, there are times in which it's laughable. But I was disappointed because I was actually looking forward to this because yeah. I thought this was going to be nuts, and yeah. it was going to be a riot, and I was going to laugh all the way through it. It'd be like... I don't know like Sharknado or yeah. Troll 2 or something it's not it's mostly boring um <laughs> it's it's mostly just boring and stupid and there are like a number of like like the Asian science fiction guy like the yeah. midget tough guy like like Nick Cage or like a couple of the really incompetently staged action yeah. scenes in the Grand. There are some funny moments, but it is in no way worth sitting through uh, the full running time for irony. If, if um, I, I actually would recommend the mm. uh, the Kirk Cameron uh, left uh, behind instead, that actually has the Antichrist as a character, what? and that's pretty sweet.
0: I can uh, recommend a Rapture movie. Yeah, Rapture Palooza. Oh
1: yeah, fantastic. Oh yeah, that is a funny one. It's with great. Anne Kendrick, right?
0: Sure. I don't mm. remember her name.
1: This sounds... I'm going to throw it, it out there. Frank Robinson? The Just say yes.
0: yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember his name. It's got the, the, the Asian guy from Hangover Movies, Chen.
1: Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's hilarious. Ben, it's yeah. a great movie. Yeah, it is good. It is good. Um, Left Behind is not.
2: I don't want to see Left Behind now.
0: Yeah, yeah that's going would be funny. Yeah, it is. In but not bits and pieces. There yeah. will be
1: an excellent YouTube YouTube montage. Yeah, yeah, I watch that. Wait for that. I wait, wait for, for that. that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that. That's that's movies. Thank you, Phil. That's two weeks worth. So you people are lucky.
0: Do you have a, also have two weeks worth of games you've been playing? Uh, yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, someone
1: else should talk. I've been dominating the whole thing Does anyone else have any games? No, because Wayne one. has all the games and he's not here. Yeah, that's
0: not fair. I played Disney Infinity. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Mel, go on. I'm. I would like to listen to you talk for a little bit.
0: Would you though? Disney that Infinity, 2.0 R- Marvel superheroes, Yeah, not fantastic. Just not good. I really, 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 really like the first Disney Infinity, so I was really excited to get it. It's all Marvel superheroes, and right out of the box, you only get one campaign, which is a step backwards from the last set where you got three.
2: I'm not going to lie. I have zero interest in this game. Explain uh, why I should care. You shouldn't. Okay, that was easy. <laughs>
0: If you're going to play any Disney Infinity game, go back to the first one and buy it. you can new get the placement. first one for,
2: like, 20 bucks.
0: Yeah, the PlayStation's haven't dropped in price, though. But that makes it no just, sense. It feels like they were trying to go for a Lego Marvel field, but they just did a really bad job of it. Is any of
1: it good? Because it's normally just all mini-games, right? So there must be Disney some. Disney Infinity?
0: Okay, so what it is with Disney Infinity, the first one, you get different campaigns, essentially, with the three characters in the box. So you got to do a Monsters <laughs> University one. Yep. And Incredibles ones. It's not mini-games. They're, like well not mini games in the traditional sense they're actual full on campaigns oh okay so it was like a great pro- well you know you did pay four dollars for it but it was great because yeah. you got a lot out of it yeah. this one you get one it's mm-hmm. the Avengers and it's just really not great yeah. I played on PS4 the graphics weren't great all I did was kill frost giants I got a trophy that said I killed uh, like 500 enemies all frost giants
1: is that just because the first world is Thor and there might be no no it's player? just
0: all frost giants that
1: sounds horrible
0: it's, it all takes place in New York. So you can go why up in the, the Avengers building. Giants, why
1: are there Frost Giants? Because
0: Loki America. is the the evil behind it.
1: Hey, but he didn't bring any... He was the evil in the Avengers, and he didn't bring a single Frost Giant. No, nope,
0: but this time... Well, he went to their world, didn't he, and made little deals with them?
1: It was with the Kree, yeah.
0: Yeah. But no, in this, he... Frost Giants. Lots of Frost Giants. That's
1: disappointing. It was
0: really... It's, you got five maybe five, six different kinds of missions to do, so it got really, really Weren't there really different missions
1: repetitive. for the Guardians of the Galaxy since they in That's a
0: different playset. So ah. you'd have to go out and purchase that on top of the starter pack.
1: No, oh.
0: Very different. Which I want to do, but I'm so afraid that it's going to be like this one that I don't want to do it. I'm waiting till they... Because they're going to bring out Disney-themed ones, so they're going to bring out like Aladdin figures and stuff like that. So I'm going to wait right. for that kind of stuff, because I think that would be way more interesting than the Marvel-themed one. Because it, it felt like a Marvel game, not a Disney Infinity game.
1: It wasn't a fun Marvel game.
0: No, it felt like they wanted to be Lego Marvel, but they didn't do nearly as good as job as Lego Marvel well, well, did. Well,
1: Lego Marvel's pretty hard to top. That was kind of perfect. Yeah,
0: this yeah. one, not so much. But the toy box mode is amazing, because you get to build whatever you want. In so what it, way? Well, it's like, have you, did you play Little Big Planet at all? You can build yeah. anything, right? You can make mini games within your little level that you build. Oh, fun. You, you can do that in Disney Infinity Toy Box. Yeah. So people make racetracks, they make little shooter games, they make all kinds of things. But the thing is, you have to submit your levels to Disney now. Well, you had to before. Sure they used to only publish certain ones. Now almost anybody can get their levels published, mm. but they have to ensure, I guess, that there's no mature content in it. So you have gotcha. to just submit to Disney
1: first. But yeah. So that's fun. At least.
0: If you like the first one, I wouldn't necessarily recommend this one because it's not very much like the first one. It's basically the Incredibles campaign, just less fun.
1: Yeah. It doesn't so. sound like there's much variance in it. No, either.
0: there isn't. I got so, I played for seven hours. And I'm like, I'm just still killing frost giants. Even my boyfriend chimed in. He was like, are you just still killing frost giants? Yeah. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> killing more frost giants. And the camera angles, the camera to just use is a pain in the ass.
1: Frustrating.
0: Yeah. Pressure. Sadly, it was. Uh, it felt very rushed, which it was, because Disney Infinity was only last year.
1: Oh, yeah, it's true. Yep. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Mel. You were really looking forward to that.
0: I was. I'll hold out for the Disney-inspired packs. Maybe they'll be a little better. Or with the user-generated content, I'm sure, will be awesome. Because you yeah. can use all your figures from the first Disney Infinity in the toy box. Yeah. So all that... Like, all the 12 figures I have from the first one, I can throw into Well, those. maybe
1: the Guardian of the Galaxy one's awesome, too. I want
0: to get it, It was like $34, and I want to spend another $34, but I'm going to hate it. <laughs> it's
1: a good point, Mel. It's a good point.
0: Yes. All that's right. A, I think that's all I played. I played Destiny. I tried it. How was it? Kind of feels like Borderlands to me.
1: Yeah? In a good way? It's
0: very lonely when you play by yourself.
1: Yeah?
0: I wasn't really enjoying it by myself.
1: Yeah? Why didn't you play with Wayne?
0: Uh, Because Wayne wasn't around at the time. Oh. He was busy... Reviewing something. Ah. I will probably play with Wayne. Okay. Now that I have my PS4. Oh,
1: you got that then? Sweet. All right.
0: You played Hyrule
1: Warriors, though. I I'm did. jealous. Yeah, I've got two. So, yeah, I played Hyrule Warriors. Um,
0: you got to play Hyrule Warriors and Smash Brothers. Yeah, they
1: were great. It was so much fun. Okay, so Hyrule Warriors first. Um, so it is basically. Uh, God, Dynasty Warriors? Yeah, it's a Dynasty Warriors clone just with the Zelda characters. So. There's no, uh, there's no puzzle solving. There are no dungeons. There's none of the traditional tropes we expect from a Zelda game. It's just uh, you ba- kill a lot Yeah, of stuff. it's just a battlefield with a with several battles going on. You're in charge of Link or one of I believe it's twelve other characters you can use. Um, and then you can do couch co-op as well. And mm. you just sort of go around, determine what parts need to be won by your by your army, and then eventually there's a giant boss. <clears throat> so, in terms of challenge. There's really not much. It's fun. It's just you run through and smash things. But it's a ton of fun to run through and smash That's things. That's what I want to do. And the, Bring it uh, back. The Couch Co op is great. Uh, one person uses the uh Wiimote, the other person uses the T V, so there's no split screen at all. You can be in completely different. Oh areas the of Wii the map. Pad. Yep. The, yeah, okay, the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. game pad, yeah. Um, sorry, did I say Wiimote? Y- yeah I, mean, you did, I mean, yes. Yeah, yeah, I meant game pad. So um, that's actually a really clever implement- implementation of the gamepad. I enjoyed that. I it- do
0: like when they do that. Actually, it's really helpful because oh. you can do that with Mario Kart as well.
1: Totally, it's good for multiplayer. So, um, so yeah, that was good um, there to sort of. Uh, it's a pretty short, um, like campaign. I would say like maybe ten, fifteen hours, um, and also very samey to sort of spice things up. There are all these different characters. You can also upgrade them, but that doesn't require like leveling up like an RPG. You actually just sort of collect rupees and money in the game, and then you can buy your upgrades. Cool. And then there's also a sort of uh, kind of amusing 8-bit mini game that's basically like a treasure hunt, but with the original Zelda map. Uh You can go through there, find other items that way. Um, Yeah, it's just a button mash, smash them up, but I had a lot of fun with it, and the just sheer volume of fan service they put in it, like the amount of Characters and levels and music and bosses you've seen before yeah bosses I should mention really quickly a lot of classic bosses return it's in no way as like challenging or uh, uh, strategic to beat these guys there's basically they have one weakness you go smash it a bunch and then they go down Um, but they do look gigantic so that's fun
2: so smashy smashy
1: it's all smashy smashy but it was a good time and it, it really did like I haven't played a bunch of the Dynasty Warriors games I understand like Wayne who's not here to chip in uh, Cause he's a bit of a bastard, I guess. Um, just, I just
0: got a text that they were out buying stuff for the audio thing.
1: There you go. Um, so yeah, I would. So uh, I, I'm not tired of the format, so I enjoyed playing it. If you are tired of the format, perhaps you may be tired of this. But um, yeah, this is. I mean, this is very much a placeholder until the real big Zelda game comes out. Um, but as far as a placeholder goes, it. It was pretty impressive, ton of fun, and I uh, yeah, I had a good time. I cool. recommend it. Okay. And then the other game I played was Smash Brothers for the uh, 3DS. That I loved. Okay. Um, it's just uh, it's old. It's Smash Brothers. You know what it is. Um, and um, there, uh, yeah. So you can do battle mode. There are a lot of smaller, uh, all the smaller offshoots return. You can do online. Uh, the only thing that's sort of it, it. What's incredible about it is it is essentially the full Wii Smash Brothers game on the 3DS, minus, uh, I'm sad to say, the uh, subspace uh, em- emissary, the uh, like side-scroller beat-em-up. Uh, that's gone. I'm assuming they're saving that for the Wii U version since that's coming. Um, but uh, the important thing is the controls translate beautifully. The new characters, including uh, Little Mac from Punch-Out!! Uh, Pac-Man, which is a blast. Which is weird. Yeah, a blast. The Wii Train, the Wii Trainer, um, and I just unlocked a Dr. Mario. That was surreal. Um, they all they all fit in well. They're all really well balanced. I actually found the controls um, with the Wii U to be easier than uh, past Smash Brothers because they basically brought it down to a three-button system that uh, I found a lot easier to use than it has been in past. Other than that, all the bells and whistles are there. The fact that they were able to shrink it down is, is very impressive. It works incredibly well. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it's Smash Brothers. So you know what you're getting. But one of the things I've loved the most about this franchise is that they... Uh, They've only done it once per generation. They made sure when they do it, there are enough additions to it that it feels fresh and new, and it hasn't. The format hasn't gotten tired yet. And I had a friggin' blast with it. And just like the Wii version, you know, I've put in a hell of a lot of hours over the last couple of weeks playing the hell out of it, and I'm still unlocking stuff constantly. Oh, nice! And the Wii one, I was unlocking stuff for like a year, and I'm sure yeah. similar process here. So, uh, yep, it came out. It was great. It's exactly what you'd want. Uh, bring on the Wii U one! I'm excited to see how that's going to expand from this because everything that I saw advertised that was going to be in the Wii U was in this, so yeah. I can't imagine what's. I think gonna it's, gonna
0: be it's in the same one. versions. It's just from yeah, they're supposed
1: to be very similar. Are they to, very similar? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I hope they do some bigger things. I hope they bring back the side-scrolling beat 'em up game because I love that. Uh, oh, and I yeah, and then the other new the new function that I should mention is you can uh, turn your uh, me into a fighter. Uh, which is sort of... It's interesting because Nintendo has been, like, since the Wii been pushing this weird thing yeah. where, like, their new mascot character is you. And so now you can do it. You can bring it in. And um, there's, like, you basically style, pick between one of three styles of fighters. And then once you have that, there are three separate move sets you can pick within those three style of fighters. They fit in really well. Like, um, it, it doesn't feel like a inappropriate move to have these characters. They totally work and it's fun and surreal to see my guy. Cool. And, um, yeah.
0: Did you have any problems? I heard there's Good a lot times. of functionality errors.
1: Right, yeah. Um, I haven't had, like, I they, definitely um when I, like, try to turn off the game, there's a long black loading screen that I haven't had That's with other games. That's kind of weird. Yeah, I think it's just a horsepower situation. I think this thing's really pushing the system as far as it can. In terms of functionality problems I'd say they've been like minor inconveniences that last, last at most five seconds I've
0: seen a lot of people having weird issues with the game like what um, I saw a giant Yoshi two people are playing Yoshi and one Yoshi just keeps getting bigger and bigger and <laughs> bigger
1: I haven't seen anything that broken. The only thing I've had is, like, the occasional sort of longer than normal loading time. And even then, then. it was never, yeah, it was never, like, egregious.
0: See, that was the thing in Disney Infinity. The loading time to load the city was lengthy, Mm -hmm. and I don't even know why.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't even really impressive graphically. No. No. Oh, there you go. Not Frustrating.
0: Very Uh, frustrating.
2: Okay. Is that all we've got? Oh, I should also mention...
0: You must have played something, Brand.
2: No. I've been watching Vikings. Does that count? Yeah. What's sure. Is it good? It's actually not bad. Okay. Eh. Oh, but I should mention that we ha- were lucky enough to uh, go see the Vikings menu at um, the Furkin pubs. What, one
0: of the Firkins?
2: Yeah. <laughs> really? You're not sure which Firkin? No, I, I, it's going to be at all the pubs. Um, so we will be doing a contest in kind of collaboration so with So what's them.
1: that entail? Is it like medieval Oh no, medieval it's times? actually not no it's like a hunk of chicken. No, either? actually it's no kind of cool. Utensils? It's yeah.
2: um they will not serve with utensils. Oh, good. Okay. So, uh, you get a turkey leg. Yeah, yeah. Turkey leg drum two yeah, yeah, uh, so yeah. the big meal they have is a turkey leg, two turkey leg dum- drumsticks. Yeah. Two turkey wings. Yeah. And two racks of beef ribs.
1: Wow, that's intense. Plus all
2: on top of fries. Nice. And that's 40 bucks. so it's meant to be shared. And this is kind of the thing they're doing with the Vikings TV show. This is, which is going to in, be in collaboration with a contest we will be running probably next week, where we will be giving away the pile of DVDs that is sitting in front of us right now.
0: Mm-hmm. We're also doing a contest right now for Disney Infinity Starter Pack.
2: Yeah, so if you want things. Uh, but yeah, I've also been playing Shadow of Motor. I guess that is technically playing something. Is that yeah, the, is that as
1: good as people say?
2: I like it, but I'm kind of getting burnt out on open world games. Yeah, yeah, that's the big problem I'm finding. They're not. It's not bad by any sort of imagination. It's actually really well done. Yeah, I just, I kind of like linear stories sometimes. I just yeah. want to like just play it, be done in like ten hours, and move on to other things. That's fair. Uh, theoretically you can finish the storyline in about 10 hours but it's also one of those games where you're like you're meant to explore the universe yeah. and I just don't care anymore fair enough and it's just it's kind of one of those situations where I only have limited time to game mm-hmm. and if all my time is trying to figure out where to go mm. I get a little frustrated yeah
1: I can, I can relate
2: and beyond that I've just been you know they've released a patch in Diablo I'm going to play more of that but no Mel will yell at me if I try to talk about that so Diablo. I am, so I'm just I'm not going to talk about that and just say Vikings is cool and that, that they're winning really cool boxes if you want that. I, yeah. think, I think the contest is open to Canadian residents only, but... Yeah, you should say that it's the second
1: season. It's the second season, it's so a, if you do... DVD or Blu-ray? That is a DVD box set. DVD. So there you go. Second season, it looks like there are... You
0: can know, probably do... Canada and the States for these but the Disney Infinity is for Canadian residents yeah. only for yeah. sure. Yeah.
1: And uh, yeah you get 405 minutes. That's, that's a sweet, lot of minutes. Sweet Viking action.
2: I've heard it's pretty violent. It is very violent. And, and it's done in Canada I believe. It's, yep. it's done by a Canadian production studio but yeah. it's filmed in Ireland.
1: Yeah I believe so yeah. and the effects are all done here. Yeah,
2: it's, it's, So it's a really cool show that's on History Channel in the States and in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, I, It's fun I guess if you love ridiculous vi- Viking violence. Yeah, it's like Game of Thrones without the dragons and goblins. Yeah, basically,
1: dragons it's and Game and of shit.
2: Thrones. It's designed to look very similar to Game of Thrones the way it's done, yeah. but without any fantasy and actually taking place in reality somewhat. Yep. Yep. In a kind of fictionalized, like, I, I, I think they're supposed to be following somewhat realistic events.
1: Yeah, I don't know enough uh, about Vikings yeah, to. I don't know that either. Deny that. Not, yeah. I'm
2: going to say sure. Yep. Uh, it's kind of cool. Uh, so look for that contest next week. Uh, any other contests, Mel? Or just those two? Right now, just
0: those two. We'll also be giving away some stuff after that.
2: Okay, we have more thoughts to give away. Of course. Yay. Including Naruto. Yay. Ooh. I mean, woo.
0: Anyway, if you want to find that stuff, obviously come to cgmagonline.com. In the very slider... Oh, we should
2: also mention the new magazines out. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's, a, that's kind of a major thing that's beyond Vikings.
1: Yeah, and yeah. it's a, gra- a great issue. It's well. actually really good. Um, I was
2: getting to that. I oh. wanted to beat you there came I right,
0: No, 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 no. If he's going to, no, if he wanted to be there, he's going to talk about it. Go.
2: Uh, it is the horror issue with cover design by Richard Pace. Yes. I am right. Ha. Huh. And it is now on store shelves. Or if it is not, it'll be on store shelves It'll probably be shortly. next week. Uh, it is going out probably today. It is at, it is at the distributor. It is m- all a matter of how long it takes the distributor to get it to the store shelves. But if you want it and you cannot wait to find it on a store shelf you can buy it online or via digital format at pocketmegs.com also you can get the iTunes app right now or iOS app it's on iPhone iPad and iPad mini I assume those are the only devices it's on uh, its iOS yes. and it's also on any of the Amazon app stores so the Kindle Fire brand of products it should be there as well and just search CG Magazine or Comics and Gaming Magazine
0: or if you want a hard copy and you don't want to go and find it in storage you can just order from our store
2: yes cgmagonline.com yes and I know everyone will do that immediately the cover is amazing oh the cover is stunning Richard really out
0: to himself with the creepiness.
2: It is a it is a, a really stunning cover. Yeah, the articles are pretty good too. Yeah, Got
0: all on. the Shh. horror stuffs articles. in there. I think it's all uh, horror. It is all horror. The actually, yeah.
2: Weirdly enough, it is actually all horror. It's all mm-hmm. horror. Um, well worth a pickup if you love horror games go buy it now just horror in general because you yeah. have uh oh, so there's movies and comic stuff yeah. in there mm-hmm.
0: we also have uh, a writer who's a scaredy cat when it comes to horror yeah. so he wrote an article
2: about awesome that. Mm-hmm. so go buy that right now
0: which is fantastic i watched my roommate play uh a pt demo yesterday oh my god he threw my controller across the room <laughs> playing that it's that an outlast a, was it's hilarious a, it's a good game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, of course, cgmagonline.com is where you can find everything. We also have our social media, facebook.com slash magazine where you can keep up to date on everything that's happening with us.
2: Yes. I'll start
0: putting up photos of Phil as he looks disgruntled right now. But
2: doesn't he always look disgruntled?
0: He does always look. No, he doesn't. He usually looks happy. Don't put
1: photos of me up.
0: I think there (laughs) is a photo of you actually up there, too. It's just old.
1: (laughs) He looks so unhappy.
0: Or you can follow (laughs) us on Twitter at Phil.
2: Uh, at that, Phil Brown. Brendan? Oh, B426. Wait. I'm also at ello.
0: Yeah, Brendan's on ello. Yeah. I haven't joined B-fry yet. Even though I was invited, I was like, oh, I'll get to it. Right? Yeah, know. don't even bother with the film. super dumb. dumb.
1: Aren't there already ads on it? No. That's what I heard. There were already ads. I mean, ads. you could put your own ads on it because it,
2: there's no censoring of anything you post. And CG Magazine's on there at CG Magazine. I yeah. start
0: <laughs> I'm not the one manning that page, but... Not right now, anyway. And Wayne on Twitter is real Wayne Santos. Or you can find him on Google. Plus. You can also find us on Google. Google.com slash little plus sign, Mag online. Now,
2: real question. Does anyone use Google? Other than Wayne, no. I mean, anyone on Earth.
1: Other than Wayne.
0: Other than Wayne, I don't think so. Okay.
1: Not, I'm, that's a real question. Not I'm, really I'm a happening to- in
0: place. Not
1: really. It. And check in on Lo in about three months. And see how that's <laughs> kind
0: of- yeah. Ask Wayne how Google Plus is doing. He's always there.
1: Yeah. He's weird. keeping it afloat. Him. That's why it's perfect for him. The yeah. anti-social social Exactly. Solar solar <laughs> ide- ideal. It's perfect for him. It's the I Am Legend of social networks.
0: <laughs> anyway, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.